Welcome back, everybody, to Flyover Sports. Hopefully, you didn't think we went away. I know we took a week off, but we just were busy. We're doing stuff, uh, and we're here to talk about it. I actually have a lot of stuff to say. I hope you guys do, too. Uh, it's been kind of a, a crazy week, I think, around the Flyover country and sports. Uh, I got Drew and Nate here with me. Good evening, guys. Hello. Yeah, and uh, we're here, of course, to talk about uh, all the things you've come to love. We're going to do a little uh, rear view look. Uh, we have a very hot topic to discuss as the main topic. And then we have our three and out, which includes some fan submitted questions. That's right. We have fans. They submit things. I don't know why. I probably, probably sound pretty desperate. Yeah, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, let's get started. Uh, Drew or Nate, would you guys care to talk about your last week or last two weeks? Go ahead, Drew. Uh, been a good, been a good last couple of weeks. Uh, great football on. Um, just to get out of sports for a second, I went to uh, an NXT pro wrestling event. <laughs> to get out of sports yeah this past week uh very eye-opening to that world kind of an interesting cult um not sure if i'll ever go back uh but an interesting experience i was entertained probably by probably by the people that were there more than anything um how many shirtless people were there just yeah. a rough rough estimate shirtless yeah spectators that were shirtless Everyone had their shirt on. Okay. okay. Unfortunately. Why? You, you, you responded like that was derogatory. That's true. It's very formal. I, I didn't know I couldn't say that. <laughs> well, yeah, everyone's very professional looking there. It's like a 1950s baseball game, you know. Boots and cap. Good, good. So, like, was it sold out? Or, like, how many people were there? Is it like, sold out. <laughs> was it a bunch of guys in their monarchs? And that's true. If it is sold out, who do? They, how do they know whose metal chair to pick up and smash? <laughs> I would compare it to maybe the east, maybe East Siders night at the State Fair. Um, rough crowd. Uh, couldn't really tell if you know. Couldn't really tell if they believed what was happening on the mat was real. <laughs> the feeling some people thought it was. Um, you know, at, at one point they started chanting. What's happening? <laughs> Nate is trying to bootleg in some audio. Oh, no. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> there you go. Um, at one point, they started chanting, you know, NXT, NXT. <laughs> and uh, I just thought that was hilarious. You know, imagine imagine NFL fans chanting NFL or or NBA <laughs> courtside. Okay. You know? NBA. You- <laughs> NCAA. NCAA. Did you, get, did you get in on the chanting? Yeah. What was your no. participation level? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, I got into it a couple times, got on my feet, you know, when there was a good fake fake takedown or or whatever. You know, some some turnbuckle climbs. Um but uh 
just a lot of questions that came to mind, like, you know, how much of how much of their matches are scripted, how much do they practice? Um, I don't know, but it was it was an interesting uh, experience to say the least. Mm. Mm. Well, I didn't really go out of my comfort zone <laughs> and explore other real sports. Uh, <laughs> uh, not it's been a good couple weeks. Uh, you know, the Badgers beat the khakis off of Harbaugh and his Wolverines. And yesterday was the annual Northwestern game, which is always awful and excruciating. Um, Gotta play well. Yeah. But uh, got that out of the way, which is nice. Um, haven't died from 5K training yet. It is uh, – I regret it every day. When but, is the uh, 5K? Thanksgiving, the turkey trot. Is that on the stairs of Jerry World? Or where is oh, this at? No, it's uh, close to our place. It's kind of around a, mm. a park. A lap around um, – Lap around the hood. Yes. <laughs> Dodging bullets. Um, no. So other than that, it's it's, uh, it's been good. Well, I have like six things to talk about, some of which are participatory, so you guys can chime in. Uh, okay. The first one is um, some of you may know I, I, coach, um, I coach junior golf, and uh, <clears throat> that's been really fun, but it takes me away from my own playing time. And I really haven't played very much. And so I went out on Saturday and I dead nut shanked every other shot I hit. And it was like the twilight zone. You know, I was just one shot pretty good, might be on the green. Then I get on the next hole and you can see the divot is like at like a 45 degree angle. The ball had like entered the turf first before leaving it. I lost six balls. And I just like stared at my hands, like, (laughs) what hath God brought? You know, I don't know. Uh, So that's one thing. So that was really infuriating, disappointing. I think I'm going to, I don't know what to do. I might as well get a lesson. I don't know. Should I watch YouTube? I don't know. Um, Just so, (laughs) just so our listeners know, Ketton's talking about all these shanks. He probably still shot 79. Yes. Oh, Slow uh, play, I guess. I, I've been known to do that. This one had an inordinate amount. I mean, this was, yes, it, it was, it was around the hundred mark. I, I can't, I literally stopped counting. Um, cause the other, the every other shot was a good one. That's what's so strange. Um, let's see what else the, uh, the Iowa state cyclones deeply disappointed me and, I've come to the conclusion that they need a sports psychologist. The Iowa State Cyclones, of course, scored all their points in the fourth quarter, and they um, then let Baylor, who's probably the eighth best team in the Big 12, uh, or whatever the however many teams, what, 10 teams now, <laughs> uh, come down and kick a field goal. And uh, I have a joke that I want to tell tomorrow at the faculty meeting that uh, at the school I work at. And I feel like here it goes the Iowa State Cyclones are like the kid who never um, does his homework and then tries to turn it all in on the last day, and then you give him the test and he still fails the test. (laughs) I think that will kill at my teacher-faculty meeting. (laughs) Report back to us. Let us know how that goes. I'll let let you know. I got to punch it up a little bit. but It'll go down well with the cinnamon rolls. 
<laughs> but seriously, <laughs> the Iowa State was down 20 to nothing and then scored all their points in the fourth quarter. You have time to do this. That's what, like, you're yelling at your students. You have time to do this. Nope. Let's just only try five minutes of the game. Uh, the last thing that I'll, I'll bring up um, was how come literally every student section is a Taco Bell honorable mention student section? Yeah, I yeah. I'm watching TV. It doesn't matter the game. After the end of the first quarter, sometime they pull up the Taco Bell thing and they're like, "This oh, the Air Force student section is part of this year's nominated student section. Please go on and vote." It's like, "No, they're not." I saw the Iowa student section was, the Wisconsin one was. It's just <laughs> uh, it just doesn't matter. The Iowa State one was, who cares? I think there's no show- meaning Taco Bell I think this shows again that Taco John's is superior. Oh, wow. Uh, That's a hot take. Yeah, that is. I mean, is it a, have you guys ever known the winner of these Taco Bell student sections? Like what was the 2018 student section of the taco year or whatever? I don't know. There's a, trophy out there somewhere probably all right listeners i want you to watch next saturday call back in leave us a voicemail it's in the show notes and tell me the school that you uh, (laughs) saw on the taco bell student section probably be colorado state who cares north texas umass the the taco like taco bell does the, the the party pack thing who shows up to a party with this case of tacos. I know. I love, I love Taco Bell. My favorite thing is a crunch wrap. Me and Bill Snyder are like buddies about that. Uh, <laughs> if he's still alive, is he still alive? I think so. I think he's frozen. Um, I don't know. And, uh, but if you've ever gotten like just a soft shell taco at Taco Bell, it's like soggy. It's like too thin. So imagine showing up with like 12 of those or what comes in a party pack? 20? I, that's a great question. I, I don't know. I'm going to do this next party I go to. Yeah. I'll sure. let you know. God. I will let well, you know. Your what hands are going to be wet. You're going to like pick up these tacos. It's going to be like <laughs> wet. And be like, here, do you want one? Hey, you don't worry. Want, do you guys want a wet taco? I have 19 more. Okay. Okay. Hey, I brought some wet tacos. <laughs> <laughs> but Drew, keep eating your tater tots repackaged as potato olays. <laughs> Let me know how that is. <laughs> yeah, what a oh, scam. What if we what if we cut a tater tot in half? Damn. Yeah, what yeah. if we cut a tater tot in half? Oh, we'll call it an Olay. <laughs> oh, isn't that what they chant at soccer games? I don't know. Soccer's stupid. <laughs> You're talking about tacos dipped in a warm <laughs> swimming pool. <laughs> so yeah, you gotta know what to get. Well, segues are hard, so let's move on to our main topic of the night. Um, Our main topic, I think I've surprised you guys with this, although it shouldn't be a surprise. I think all of our listeners are familiar. It's the impeachment inquiry. Just kidding. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) Welcome to the political pod. Uh, um, No, it's about our our good friend and Iowa State fan, Carson King, and the thunderstorm that came uh, in the wake of tweets. And so really what I want to dive into is your guys' opinion on 
how much should we honor the tweets of our past? Uh, should he have been chastised? Should it have been reported? Should the guy from the register gotten um, fired? Should we stop drinking Bush Light? Man, that's a lot of questions. Uh, Drew and Nate, I know, I know you got thoughts. So. <laughs> a lot of questions. Lay them out. Um, boy, should the tweets of your past be held against you? Um, I think it depends on the scenario. In this, in this case, they should have dug him up. I mean, they did dig him up and just drop it. It was not relevant to what was happening. It was they, – they dropped the ball on it. But, I mean, if you're um, – I don't know, uh, a school therapist, and you're making fun of kids with issues uh, in the past. Maybe that's that's a problem. But yeah, that was that was a poor choice by the register in, in my mind. Oh, interesting, uh, Drew. Yeah, I think Nate kind of hit the hit it right on there. I mean, if if he's running for public office or something like that, and he has derogatory tweets, you know, then I think there's an issue. But from my understanding, this was something he retweeted. Is that correct? Joke he retweeted. I have still not seen the actual tweet. Well, as I understand it is it's not a retweet. It was coming from his account, but there were words that were used on Tosh.0. Okay. So it's not like he thought of it, but it, it did. If you didn't know that, it looked like he thought of it. And one of the uh, one of the arguments that the register made was, you know, we thought that they basically said we thought the public should know, you know, where your money's going. <laughs> well, but regardless of whether this guy tweeted this or he murdered someone, the money's going to a children's hospital. Wait, wait, wait. You breaking news? Wait. <laughs> You're telling me if Carson King murdered somebody that the register should not report that because the money no, 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 no. to a children's hospital. No, 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 no. Whoa, no. it irrelevant. <laughs> what I, he deserved it. <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm saying is what I'm saying is they're they're pointing out that the to me, it kind of they made it seem like we should be taking into account these other things besides the point that the money is going to the children's hospital at the end of the day. Right. Like, like Carson King is not getting any of this money. So there's no point in dragging him through the mud. Yeah, I'm actually going to take the opposite stance here. Um, I think that the register bungled this. Uh, pretty poorly. However, if you're a journalist, your job is to report on the facts that you find. And then the question comes down to our tweets from years ago, facts that are important. And this is probably where they, they bungled how they handled this. Um, they like let the information leak, or I'm not even sure how anyone came to know about it at first. Um, it's weird that it took so long, right? Because like those tweets were obviously on his account and he forgot about them. And then he's on he's on record as saying, oh, I feel so ashamed. I'm sure he does. Uh, maybe we could get him on the podcast. Oh, my gosh. Let's reach out to him. Um, especially after he hears theirs. But um, I, I do think the journalist, you know, who's doing a profile on him, 
has some sort of obligation. Um, but I also think it's wrong for people to drop their register uh, subscription. And I also think it's wrong to not drink Budweiser anymore. And by the way, we're going to play a game uh, later. Anheuser-Busch or no. And I'm going to quiz you guys. Oh, boy. If, if, if Anheuser owns these products or not. I'm going to quiz you guys. Okay. So you might be drinking. You're like, oh, I'm never drinking Bushlight again as you pick up a Chilada. <laughs> My go-to Bud, drink. Bud Light and tomato juice. Right, Drew? Um, mm, yummy. But um, what do you guys think? Should people be as outraged as they are? No. I mean, the whole and the whole Bush Light deal with, with Anheuser-Busch, I think most companies would have responded the way they did. Um, I just think that's how most companies act in 2019 now. They don't want to be associated associated with anything close um, to anything derogatory. Uh, could they have come out and said, you know, we've seen this tweet. We don't agree with what he said. We're still going to, you know, support him. I don't, I don't know. I guess they're still donating the money, right? Yeah. Yep. But I understand why they would want to remove themselves, you know, remove the connection there. I think most companies would do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. What's interesting is the people uh, that are responding and outraged on Twitter seem to all collectively agree that there's some sort of statute on limitations on your racist tweets. <laughs> like, oh, you did them when you were 16, you're good. But if you do them when you're 21, I guess you're not good. Or I don't know. I think it. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, yeah, but the whole outcry of, oh, I'm going to stop drinking. Bush Light and Bud Light, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna set my register on fire and all this. It's like, okay, that's a little that's a little too strong. This was a this was a mistake that was made by the register, but there's no reason to go to that kind of extreme. Like, I know that companies that advertise with the register, they've been threatened too. Like, I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure the register made a mistake. I just think they were kind of lazy in in how they handled it. Yeah. Well, I think they did a poor job. But, um, they need to apologize too. Yes. Yeah. They, yeah. They need to apologize. The funny thing with the boycotting thing to me is so. It's kind of like the Nike thing, like people setting their Nike stuff on fire, but they've already bought it. Oh, I'm going to show them. Yeah. Well, you know what? You already you already paid for that, so um, not sure that's going to work. And it just kind of got to be a mob mentality thing. I, I think you know everybody wanted to be cool and, and hate on you know. The I, bandwagon. I would hate to live in a world where we don't have newspapers or journalists. Yes. I think yeah. it's really. I think it's really important to our society that's why i think that they were doing their due diligence and they should have handled it better i'm not sure it's it's actually that irrelevant just the way they handled it though was was wrong how funny is it though that the guy reporting on him also had like homophobic and racist tweets Uh. that leads me to question that you 
uh, Drew and Nate both have racist tweets somewhere in the background. You must. <laughs> wow, I must too. That's I must. Blame. Well, our I, listeners, our listeners will be digging into our yeah. Come on, trolls. Deactivate. <laughs> I mean, how crazy is that? Yeah. So, I mean, this is kind of a, a uncharted waters, so to speak. Um, you know, you've seen players get blasted for past tweets, um, you know, and that was the generation that that started using Twitter when they were in, you know, high school or, or college or whatever. And it was, uh, <laughs> there were no rules, you know, people were just putting out their thoughts and, uh, now it's coming back to bite some of them. Um, you know, our parents never had to go through that. I don't think they were putting questionable ads in the newspaper and then coming back <laughs> to, to bite them later. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure that the world knows quite how to handle Twitter. And I actually think the world might be better if tomorrow we woke up and it didn't exist. Oh, boy. Yeah, well. I know you guys would be like, how am I supposed to watch sports and follow sports on Twitter at the same time (laughs) when Twitter doesn't exist? Oh, one of my favorite things. (laughs) Um, I don't really have a great conclusion for this. Uh, We're very happy that Mr. King has decided to um, use his accidental fame and fortune for good. I do have something uh, to add. Yes. I can't believe. I thought the, the Venmo sign thing was already done. So like asking for money on. Yes. I couldn't I'm, believe people are still like, oh, I'll just send this kid some of my money. I know. Like, right. Yeah. Okay. Why? Why don't I mean, we do that? I mean, it works. I know, except for all of our racist tweets. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to be exposed. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I, I, there's something that ran through my mind. Is like, this is something that still works. You can just ask people for money. And they can just give it to you. Yeah, it's like modern panhandling. Why go under an underpass <laughs> when you can hold up a sign on TV? Well, I mean... People on corners are just going to be holding up their Venmo account now. Maybe. I don't know. That's not a terrible idea. Hmm. So I need money for White Claws. Send me. <laughs> uh, yeah, but. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so now it's time before we go to three and out for Anheuser Busch or Nah. Oh, boy. Uh, Drew and Nate, I'm going to give you three choices. You have to tell me which one is not owned by Anheuser-Busch. Okay? Okay. Okay. Drew, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So I'm not going to say Bush Light or Bud Light because that's too easy. But uh, here we go. Breckenridge Brewery, Dogfish Head Brewery, or Landshark Lager. Which one? Is not owned by Anheuser Busch. What was the first one? Breckenridge. I'm going with Breckenridge. That's where I was going to go as well. Nope. Dogfish Head, <sighs> not owned by Anheuser Busch. Landshark and Breckenridge. So if you're drinking those right now, boom. Anheuser Busch. Stop drinking it, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, 
I got a couple more that I'd like to do. Um, the Natty Light Seltzers. The Goose Island uh, Beer. Or the Stella Artois. Which one? Goose Island. Um, Nat- Natty Light Seltzers. Sorry, trick question. All owned by Anheuser Busch. Oh. Sorry. Oh wow, that was game dirty. That was dirty. Sorry, I'll I'll do a real one. Uh, O'Doul's. Let's huh. see. Uh, Rolling Rock. Or um, let's see. Blue Moon. Blue, Blue Moon. Moon. Blue Moon. Based on your questioning there. Well, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm staring at the thing. He has Blue Moon, O'Doul's, and Rolling Rock, owned by Anheuser Busch. Also, St. Pauli's Girl. Also, Shock Top. Also, Tivana, which is not a alcoholic drink. Uh, Michelob Ultra, Michelob Golden, Michelob Amber Amberbach, all owned by Anheuser Busch. Think we get the point? The world is basically owned by four companies, like Amazon, Google, Anheuser Busch, and I don't know Apple. It's true. Hmm. All right, uh, Nate, hit us with the three now. Oh yes, yes, it is. It is time, and we have some follower submitted ones, but we'll save those for the end. Question one: um, I think about this sometimes when I am texting about sports or something along those lines. Um, what are your thoughts on referring to your favorite team as? we like does it bother you or do you do it um where do you where do you lie on that it's a great question about language you know i uh when you said the read the question i thought i don't like it but i'm sure that i do it pretty frequently actually uh what's a better uh pronoun to use is that what a we is a pronoun think so i don't know i mean they kind of feels like the opponent i don't know drew i i'm kind of in the same boat like i don't i'm not a big fan of it but i'm sure i do it um i don't know like as a fan base can you say we i don't know like you're not on the team (laughs) no it's like gosh I wish we would have played better. Yeah, we could have got more first downs. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. Like, are yeah. you are, are we contributing to the success of the team? Some would but, say so. I guess the deductive reasoning is it should be they. It should be they should have played better. Right. Like I wore my lucky shirt, therefore we won. Mm-hmm. I was part of that win. But you're no, you're right. Like when when people at work who don't watch sports for some odd reason are like, Oh, what, what was the outcome? You're like, Oh, we won. Mm, yes. It's like, uh, I guess, I mean, the game that I watched, the team that I like won. It's kind, yeah, of mouthful. It kind of bothers me when I think about it. But like, if you're working at a school, like, I think you could say that we, but you have no part of the football team. I think, then you could say we won. I, I agree. That's fair. Um, but I don't work for Iowa State University. 
Hmm. Because of what, all those all those tweets. What if um, <laughs> really hold me back? <laughs> what if we talk about Warburg winning a football game? Would you be like, uh, oh yes, the small won. Northeast Iowa private yes. college, our alma mater? Hmm. Yeah, I think Drew makes a good point. If you are affiliated, even remotely, I think you can say. I think if it's your alma mater, I want to say yes. It's pr- I think it's pretty simple. Follow the money. Did you give them money? Yeah, then it's we. Well, but some people are like, oh, I spend all my money on this team apparel, so I'm I'm part of the, the team, the club. Oh, that, that's a fair counterpoint, but those people are delusional. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> I mean, I do agree. <laughs> do you guys like, own any NFL jerseys? Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. I don't. I own an NXT jersey. It just says NXT. <laughs> <laughs> NXT Speedo and Boots. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. No, no. Okay. Well, we answered that question. We're going to go sideways here. Uh, your favorite video game from your childhood. And just give me one. You have to decide. Favorite video game from my yes. childhood? Yes. I have, a, I have a pretty good answer. I have to. Drew, go ahead. Boy, probably NCAA football. Mm. RIP. I think Super Smash Brothers would be a close second. <clears throat> yeah. Well, they really handicapped Super Smash Brothers in a way that it was pretty even in most cases. Uh, my answer is a game for the Sega Genesis called Super Baseball 2020. And what? it was it was this baseball wow. game where you could like power up like every player was a robot. OK, or no, they were more <laughs> like a, what do you call it when they're part human, part robot? What is that? Um. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. A cyborg. <laughs> a cyborg, I think. So every player was a cyborg, and uh, you could, like, power them up, and uh, you could make, like, these – so, like, you'd hit these bombs, but then if you're the outfielder, you could, like, jump 600 feet in the air and, like, rob a home run. <laughs> what? And, like, sometimes if you threw strikes fast enough, like, the robots would spin around and they would, like, break down, and then they're out of the game. Uh, so that was the strategy. It was really fun. Super Baseball 2020. Uh, look it huh. up. It's it's pretty enjoyable. By the way, next year's 2020, and no cyborgs. In fact, baseball <laughs> will be dead. I think this is the last year. Jeez. <laughs> oh, what about uh, back? What about backyard baseball? Oh yeah, that that might be better. Honestly, I know I just uh, jumped ship there really quickly, but <laughs> there's there's just so many icons in backyard baseball. I mean, people still recognize like yeah, uh, Pedro. Well, well, Pedro's yeah, like the yeah. secret weapon. Pedro, yeah. A little culturally uh, I don't... <laughs> strange, I think. I don't think I played that. <laughs> but it was super inclusive. Like, they had a kid in a wheelchair. They had, like, I just remember they had girls. Like, it's a very inclusive game. Very politically ahead. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was hmm. it was made by Humongous Entertainment, H-E. I, I remember um, a lot about that. Yeah, what what were I'm I'm looking up the characters right now. Uh there was Pete Wheeler, if I remember right, he was supposed to be like fast around the bases or something like that. They had a guy that like looked like Randy Johnson. And he was supposed to be like a good pitcher or something. Let's see. They had uh they made all sorts they had like backyard football, they had backyard soccer. 
I don't think I've played any of those. Uh, I played it on like my old uh, Hewlett Packard. Do you remember the? Okay. Do you remember the computers that had like the cow? Yeah, gateways. 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 I played it yeah. on a gateway. That's yeah. what I remember having. We had a gateway. Yeah. There was Tony Del Del Vicio, Del Vicio, Pete Wheeler. Uh, I think he was the one in the wheelchair. That was really no, crazy. no, no, no. I, I think he was the one that was fast. <laughs> you think he was the one in the wheelchair? That's pretty mean. <laughs> Don't you think so? Oh, you guys, you, <laughs> you can play this online. This is great. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, where's the Kenny? Kenny. <laughs> Get it together, buddy. I uh, we need I need to know the roster. Kenny Gawaguchi. <laughs> oh man. This seems a little edgy. <laughs> it was not edgy. Gretchen. This is back when it was good. You know, life Gretchen Hasselhoff, Gretchen Hasselhoff, <laughs> Mikey Thomas. Uh, in the show notes, I'm going to link the ringer. Bill Simmons uh, media company wrote a great um, article. I'm going to link it in our show notes. Backyard baseball, 20 year anniversary. Hmm. There's Ricky Johnson. There was. Uh, Tony Del Vecchio looks like <laughs> the guy from Greece. Um, there's Dmitry Petrovich. He has like these big glasses. Dante Robinson. Wow. Do with an afro. I. Uh... I know oh, there's sorry. people out here. Okay. Okay. There's, there's people... <laughs> okay. Listen to this. So this is Dante's. This is Dante Robinson's description. It says, "This is for backyard soccer. Dante could eat all day long if you give him enough orange slices. He'll play all day long and pretty well. In fact, I don't remember that being an issue. Like with the orange Endurance. slices, you had oh. to feed him." <laughs> Oh, uh, those games are fun, man. Oh, thanks, Nate. That was a fun trip. Wait, did you give an answer? <laughs> uh, no, sorry. I got lost there. Uh, this is tough. I think I would go with GoldenEye on N64 as a mm. multiplayer game. That was always a ton of fun. I, I agree. Very fun game. Uh, top three, probably. Um, I do remember, though, the constant shouting matches of, like, could you shoot one another until they had a gun, or did you have to wait until they had a weapon to defend themselves? Really oh, like a, Wow, no. Really like, a, you know, like Avatar Lives Matter sort of <laughs> situation. <laughs> like, did they? did your opponent have to be armed? Did you guys not have those screaming matches with your friends? No, I, I mean, it was just a free-for-all. I don't have a gun! I don't have a gun! <laughs> Nate, don't shoot! Shocking. Don't shoot! Yes, this is what people were yelling in, like, wow. 1997. I... No. Or, oh. or in 2000, 2008 in a Warburg <laughs> dorm room. <laughs> yep, I remember hearing that. 
I don't have a gun. That's Damn not it. fair. God. Wow. <laughs> well, that's why you play slappers only and you don't need guns. Oh, that's true. But hmm. well, that was a that was a good chat. That went a different way than expected. But we'll move on to our our third question, which was submitted um, via Twitter from one of our favorite fans of the podcast. Um, what are the odds you would put on Matt Campbell coaching at Michigan next year? Jeez. Um, the problem is uh, just financial issues with setting the odds correctly. Um, he'd have to get out of his contract, and then they'd also have to fire Harbaugh. But uh, let's say 12-1. to 1. Hmm. Yeah, I'm – I give it like a 5% chance. I I don't really I I can't see them canning Harbaugh unless things really derail. Hey, um, can I give a sales pitch to Michigan right now? You could. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Wolverines, do you want life exactly the same as you have it right now? Unable to compete in big games, scoring late, uh the mockery of the state, then we have a coach for you. He doesn't like wow. khakis, but he also likes punting from the opponent's 40. Wow. But, yeah, then it, if they get rid of Harbaugh, I can't see it being Campbell. Yeah. But I could be wrong. Yeah, I think – I don't even think it's on the board. It's 0% chance. Right. I, I don't – yeah, I don't see it at all. I don't see. Yeah, I don't see Harbaugh getting fired unless, unless he has bad tweets somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, and he doesn't. <laughs> okay, on to the next. Uh, your World Series prediction as things have wrapped up in the regular season today. Well, I should talk the least because I know the least, but I'm going to give my. World Series matchup prediction and my winners. I think that the Dodgers, uh, the postseason has bewildered them. Um, Despite having great records and great players, the postseason has not been their friend. I say it's the Braves out of the NL, and they are going to take on the Yankees, who upset the Astros. And Yankees win that matchup. Sort of an old-school matchup, it feels like. I'm Mm -hmm. sure the Braves and the Yankees have never played each other. Maybe they have. Um, But that's my prediction. Yankees beat the Braves in six games in the World Series. Okay. Well, I do find it funny that the Twins have to play the Yankees again. Yes, and all their struggles. Yep. Um. I think it's going to be an old NL Central matchup. Uh, Astros and Cardinals in the World oh. Series. And I think the Astros pull it out. That'd I think, be fun to yeah, watch. Yeah, I think the Yankees are really good, but I think uh, Astros have an edge when it comes to pitching. So I like them. And like you said, Kenton, I do not trust the Dodgers. So I, I think the Cardinals are going to come out of the NL. Okay. Um, 
yeah, I think for on the AL side, I see between the Yankees and the Astros, but I think the Astros are just too good. The pitching staff is loaded. Um, then on the NL side, I'm going to take my Brewers. No, I'm just kidding. They're, I can't believe they made the playoffs, but suck it, Cubs. Um, and Joe Madden. Crazy. For, without, yeah. without Yelich, the past month. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the dynasty's over for the Cubs. You know, it was a, a one and done. Another 150 years they'll have to wait or whatever well, it was. They did give themselves opportunities by making the championship series three years in a row. So, yeah, well, that's too bad. They'll just go back to being sad, which is fine with me. Um, and I'll go with the Dodgers. Uh, I think I think they're pretty good, and I'll take the Astros in in five over the Dodgers. Whoa, yeah, I All think right. they're that that good. That's good. Those are very different predictions. We'll see. Uh... We'll see. Come when? When do those end? Thanksgiving. We'll see around Thanksgiving. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Is that right. your last question? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was last. We can get to. Uh, oh, was that four questions already? I think it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Great. We'll betting or whatever. Yep. It's time for kittens covers <laughs> and guys. It's been bad. All right. Uh, it's probably been best. It's just uh, best marked by not only bad beats, but really just turnovers. Do people not take care of the ball anymore? Uh, it just feels like every team I bet on just is so eager to turn the ball over. And then it's just, you know, game over. So, yeah. Uh, Drew, were you successful at all this last week? Not really. I had uh, and I had the Utes last night covering, and they dominated, which uh, ended up with another viral post game presser from Mike Leach. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, he got and, one. Uh, and I had the Baylor Bears. Sorry. I had them covering too, but besides that, with all the upsets, with all the upsets in the NFL today, um, I got massacred when it came to teasers. So, was not a good weekend. All right. Well, the uh, it's probably good that we were off last week because I would just would have given everyone bad advice. But my <laughs> one. Uh, lock for flyover country. Should I say lock? My one uh, hunch is Illinois is likely getting somewhere between 13 and a half and 14 and a half on the road at Minnesota. Mm. What convinces you that Minnesota is like a strong football team? Nothing. On, on top of that, didn't I? I just think this is a spot where Illinois covers. Um, the weather won't be too crappy. Um, I think Illinois is better than they were last year. And a lot of times, especially in these first like four or five weeks, people still think back to like, oh, they were terrible last year. So I'm just going to bet against them. Um, this is different logic, by the way, than the NFL, which I I'll also can't figure out. But um, I think Illinois, if you can get Illinois 14, um, and we might, uh, I might have a, a teaser for them. Um, do you guys have any? Uh, do you guys have any picks? 
Um, I haven't seen a ton of lines yet, but I, I did see that um, Vikings coming off of their horrid performance this afternoon. They are four and a half point favorites at the New York football giants next weekend. Mm, interesting. And um, in typical NFL fashion, when a team has an, an embarrassing performance the previous week, they normally rebound fairly well. So I, I look for the Vikings to cover next weekend. Okay. Um, I, I, in this Northwestern Nebraska game, Mm, yes. Nebraska is a seven and a half point favorite from what I'm seeing. At Northwestern, right? Um, let me tell you. No, it's in Lincoln. Mm. The site of the massacre. Well, I'm guessing they'll be able to let loose those balloons a little earlier this weekend. <laughs> Good Lord. Just got boat raced. But uh, I I don't know. Do you think they'll just lay down now? Their natty tuttle hopes are, are gone. Um, Northwestern always fights. I think they'll keep it close. So I'm, I'm eyeing the Wildcats there. Yeah. I think that's a good bet. Well, let's talk about the, yeah. the Iowa-Michigan game. Yeah. Uh, what have we seen? I've seen lines between minus five and even higher. Hmm. Yeah. So it's I've seen anywhere from five to seven. Um, I don't know. I have no clue what's going to happen in that game. So, Drew, how many – they both actually have two – um, of the same opponents. They both played Rutgers and they both played Middle Tennessee State at home. Oh, really? Right. Um, yeah. Man, Middle Tennessee State looked terrible. Uh, and Rutgers also looked bad. So I think that they really don't, we really don't know very much. Right. I really like Iowa to keep it within seven. Five and a half is like slightly different story, but I mean, if you're thinking within seven, you're probably thinking the other key number is four. So you probably like the five and a half as well. So I think if you could, heck, if you could even tease like Iowa and uh, Illinois, wow. What a strange thing I'm saying out loud here. That's going to be my, <laughs> that's going to be my lock of the week. Iowa, <laughs> Illinois, six point teaser. Oh boy. Cash it. Yeah. I, I just have no idea about Michigan. You know, they've looked, they've looked terrible. And then, you know, obviously this past week they played really well. So I don't know. I'd like to think Iowa can keep it under that line, if not win. But I have no idea how they're going to play on the road. So I think I'm going to take Iowa and I'm going to be happy about it. All right, no. well, it. go ahead. Dodge no, is is their secondary still banged up? Yeah, no, big question. Iowa's yes. Oh, they're a little more healthy now. I think they might get another guy back. Okay, and Alaric Jack Alaric Jackson might play as well. The tackle. Oh yeah, 
That'd be big. I think he might be back Saturday as well. So okay, they'll have some pieces back. Um, yeah, their offensive has been clicking, man. Yeah, I mean they have, like we've said before, they. It's weird they have good wide receivers. Finally, I mean, and and I think we throw out any evidence from the Iowa State game. That game is always weird. It never instructs us on how either team's going to be the rest of the season. Um, I yeah, think we just throw it out. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's it's the reverse this year. Their their tight ends are almost non-existent, but their wide receivers can make some plays. So I don't know. I have no idea what's going to happen in that game, but it should it should be really interesting. All right. Well, that concludes uh, our cover segment. Hopefully that goes well for everybody. Uh, It's time for a turnaround, so I know it will. Um, All right. Uh, Now, just very briefly, let's give our listeners uh, the look ahead, and then we'll have another week in the books. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, the start of October, which is the start of when the Real teams show up in college football. To this point, I think we've been getting a little bit of randomness, uh, a little bit of luck. And I think uh, over time we're starting to see regression. And um, I'm hoping the same thing for me in my golf game. I hope I regress <laughs> back to hitting the ball good. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, uh, over the next week, um I know the Badgers have Kent State, so I'm not worried. You know, took a page out of the SEC scheduling there. Um, I'm looking forward to watching the Hawks take on the Wolverines, though. I think that's really intriguing. Um, unfortunately, we have to listen to Gus Johnson. What? Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Nate. It's just. Wow. What a, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on the other team. side of that, Nate. Yeah. Uh, I love I Joel Clyde. Well, Joe Clatt. Yeah, I do. Great tandem there. Mm. Throwing Beth Mowens. Boom. (laughs) Um, But I'm doing an escape room Saturday night for the first time. And I guess if if I don't get out, well, it's nice knowing you guys. But yeah. um, Wait, uh, are you doing it with your spouse? Yes. And um, it's for her birthday. Good luck. And, Can I give you some uh, advice? Uh, light up a divorce attorney. Well, now I'm saying the escape room is marketed as a really fun thing, and I think it is fun. But what they don't tell you is like 20 minutes in, you lose your mind and you get really frustrated. And everyone else must feel the wrath of your lack of intelligence, which is what it is. And uh, – so when you have, when you look up at the clock and you're gonna have 40 minutes left, okay, you're gonna think, "Do not yell at my spouse." Okay, that's my advice. No, oh, put it back. It doesn't go there. The it is gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, it's it's probably gonna happen. So, oh boy. Well, I'll, uh, I'll let you know how that goes. Oh, I can't wait. I think Drew's only done one. I think we know why. <laughs> I won. I was on the winning team on that. Oh, man. Just throwing that out there. The relationship survives. <laughs> um, for me, That'd be a great place uh, to break up with somebody, right? Be like, this just isn't working out. <laughs> wow. Just, but... just try to walk out. 
Oh, I'm locked. I'm locked in. <laughs> I just picture that room from Saw, like the the first one where the guy cuts off game? his leg. What's the theme of your room? <laughs> um, game for your life. Is it Saw? <laughs> is the movie yes, Saw? the little guy on the tricycle just wheels wheels. Because I would in. not do that. Oh my god, I would lose it. Like, <laughs> oh, um, you know what's yeah, what's the they said it's creative. It's a, it's um, it's called the gift. I think you it's like creative. Yeah, that's the the type, I guess. Aren't all escape rooms creative? Well, I don't know. It's my first what? time. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, it's like you have to like solve puzzles. This, this guy, this guy left his present behind for his fiance or something, and you have to find it. Hmm. Something along those lines. Yeah. Oh, I am not motivated by that at all. Would they just, listen to Taylor Swift and they're like, "Oh, let's make a find escape room." The gift, huh? Yes. Oh God, also, yeah. Yeah. So like a weird movie. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I've yes. never seen that movie. Yes. No. Yeah. That's that's a strange one. Yeah. Well, um, me, wow. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to the Iowa Michigan game. Um. Also, also the Iowa State game because they've got another game at I don't, is it TCU? It's on the road. It's the Horned Frogs. I think it should. I think it's at home. I'm oh yeah, it, yep. I think it's homecoming. I'm guessing it's a close spread, so I'm kind of curious to see um, they can bounce back. Man, um, but more importantly, the thing I'm looking forward to the most, uh, one of our uh, listeners. Alex, I'm hoping him and Jacob can, you know, maybe reconcile and have a cup of coffee or have a have a beer together and uh, kiss and make up. I've noticed some <laughs> noticed some under the table jabs, so I'm hoping that uh, you know they can spread the love with each other. So that's what I'd I'm just like to add. We. Uh... We won't be having any voicemails this week. I'm trying to collect them all, but if uh, any parties want to weigh in and leave a voicemail, I would love to play it at the end of the show. Uh, I could even be anonymous if you wanted to. Um, I could even distort your voice, and it could be like <laughs> documentary. <laughs> Rather not. Uh, but yeah, well, yeah. thanks everybody for listening. That's another episode of Flyover Sports. Happy week. Uh, hopefully, we'll be talking to you next week. <laughs>